Hello, good people, and welcome to episode 12 of season 7 of the Brunswick Beer Collective. And that's kind of scary just in itself, because I don't really know where this entire season went. Um, I'm Chris Shorten, with me is Leon Perkin. G'day. Now, um, not, not so special guest host anymore, he's more just like a, you know... A stand-in for Jeff, I think. <laughs> I don't think you want to ever claim that. No. No, no. no. The other side. guy with long hair that yeah. kind of steps in when Jeff travels. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's also you take the photo from the right angle, you know. You yeah, out. yeah. And then we have well, Paul Christoph. Um, um, yes, that's me. Yes, uh, obviously you've heard him before. I'm Chris Shorten, but we are at Foreigner Brewing Company, and Foreigner, uh, Foreigner Brewing Company is one of these brand new breweries that's in um, Melbourne. And I say brand new, but knowing my luck, it will have been around for a really long time, and I didn't just didn't realise. However, we're joined by Peter, who, are you the, are, do you own it? Do you run it? Yeah, me and Mira, so there's two of us behind it. Um, because, I'll go. Yeah, we own it and we run it, so, but, yeah. And it's sort of, it's, I mean, it, uh, I guess I didn't know about this place until I read the Crafty Pint article, which I think yeah. is the same for a lot of people. Sure. Um, we're really bad at publicity, and yeah, we've also, we've been working on, um, on recipes and getting things right in mm. our processes, so we've sort of been a pretty soft launch rather than get to the point where suddenly we have just piles of orders coming in the door and we can't keep up with them and we're running out of beer and so on. So. Which you should never run out of beer. I think that's like the obvious rule. Yeah. I mean, I was always taught that as a kid, you know, never run out of beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'd like to... I'd but like a brewery's to... even more important. You know, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think also because, like, the beer market, like, to get on tap is getting quite competitive. You know, like, taps are pretty locked down. Mm, so mm. we want to sort of be in the position, once we actually get somewhere, to not suddenly be kicking the people around. Yeah, oh, exactly. If if they if they want to send a man to be, you can say yeah, 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 totally. So, how long have you been around for? Then? So we got our license in I think late May or early June last year, twenty sixteen. So from that point on, we actually sort of started right. here. And, and sorry, go. Yeah. So um, and the bar opened in September, so we sort of opened to the public at the end of last year. Um, and but we've been working on it as a project for four years. Ah, home brewing pilot brewing but, stage, and so did you go down the whole um, like you know the Merry Mashes path, or did you go the what's Merry Mashes? <laughs> Awkward. Um, so Merry, uh, Merry, Merry Mashes is like the homebrew club in um, the Merry Creek sort of area, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where Old Wives Ales came from, and that's mm -hmm. where uh, Coping Spirits came from. Yeah, right. But you guys were too cool for that. No, we weren't. We're like, honestly, we were doing like West. Yeah. East, you see? Good point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the track, so. um, No, we were doing, like, our homebrewing wasn't that illustrious. Like, we were, when we were homebrewing, we were just still kind of to get cheap beer, right? Like, a lot, a lot of people do. Um, and we were doing... If I had room for it, that's probably what I would do. Yeah. Um, it, look, because it, 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 it takes a while also, and, you know, it's a lot of effort to make that 20, 30, 40, mm. how many yeah. layers of beer you've got. And we're doing a lot of, like, extract brews as well, right? So it's nothing special about it but um yeah the the way it happened for us is that Mira is a boilermaker and hmm. he is pretty keen to um, um and by that you mean he's a um, whiskey and beer combination thank you thank you all oh, yeah. oh dearie me you'll be here all weekend <laughs> yeah that would have obviously reduced costs and allowed you guys to get more hands on with the building process yeah, of the absolutely. brewery. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also, I mean, we realised, we realise now how little we knew when we started as well. Because we sort of think, well, build a brewery, how hard can it be? It's like you've got a mash tun, a false bottom, you know, and yeah, so there was a, there was a lot of sort of toing and froing. 
but at the same time, we really, we really understand the equipment, you know, so it isn't for us mm. to kind of look at a black box that we bought from somewhere where we were pressing buttons, but... And for those of you at home, that noise is the brewery. Yeah. It is the very equipment. Because <laughs> we're actually here. Above the brewery. We are above the equipment. <laughs> and unlike when we normally come to a, um, a brewery and, you know, we, you know, we're away from when it, where it actually happens, we're living in where it actually happens. <laughs> but that's a good thing because, you know, we're in a brewery. Yeah. Working brewery. Until we're not mine. Yeah. Exactly. It's also so small that you can't really just go to the other side of the brewery. No. In the place, right? Because you walk 20 metres in your... I prefer <laughs> intimate because it's... Yeah. Intimate. Yeah. 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 Uh, although, if you say intimate, it feels like it's one step away from, say, having Barry White music in the background. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's Actually, that's an interesting mentality. I, I hear that a lot from people who, who go into brewing, is how hard can it be? Yeah. And I think that's... Uh, that kind of mentality pushes you into it because if you start to Absolutely. overwhelm yourself with how complicated yeah, yeah, yeah. it can be then you probably won't go into it in the first place but I think to get into it you've got to think yeah. let's start with it let's just how hard can it be let's dive in for sure know? and I think it also means that you get to a certain kind of point halfway through the sort of setup where it can be quite um, off-putting you know because you put in so much work already and so you know a bit of, a bit of time a bit, you know, a bit of cash and then you realize oh there's just so much more still left to go, you know? mm. but then it makes you really sort of value it once you've actually, <laughs> actually got it <laughs> yeah. all behind you. you know? So, mm. um, but look, you know, we, we're really lucky. Like we, um, Mira's, uh, so Mira's from Czech. Also, we both are. But Mira came out ten years ago, um, and he was his dad was really good friends with a awesome brewer ah. with the Czech Republic, and so that's how we started doing the lagers, and mm. which mm. is what you're drinking now, Pilsen. Um, which is quite cool and quite different to what I expected from the Pilsner. Yeah, it's, Pilsners here are very different to, to European Pilsners. Mm, you know? mm. um, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's, this is what we're going for. So. But, which is, I think it's kind of nice. I mean, of course, in saying that, I saw on your list you also have um, what an IPA, an IPA and a dark ale, and and it's sort of like, it's a bit of both worlds. You've got to have an IPA. And exactly. It's kind of a thing, isn't it? Yeah. What's, yeah. what's also interesting is that, like, um, yeah, I think, of course, you need to have Forward strong, yeah. But um, everyone likes something different. Like you can have a whole bunch of people, and, and you can't you can't even really quite pick who's going to like what. You know? mm, That's kind of mm. nice, though. Because you know, it's kind of a hassle for us to have four beers on tap because mm. you know, just to fill kegs and so on. We've got such a small little bar, but mm. then you see everyone's actually sort of drinking for all of it. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, so the that's how it all sort of began. And he, this chick brewer, came out and worked with us. Three times I think I saw the photo on Crafty Yeah, Crafty yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. um, Hi, Crafty. Um, I don't know what Crafty listens. We'll find out later. <laughs> but it's, it's, all, it's all really quite interesting, the whole... Um, I mean, where, how does... I mean, I ask this to a lot of people uh, just because it fascinates me. How does one go from saying, yeah, yeah, I feel like, uh, I feel like starting a brewery to, you know... Well, what's the catalyst to turn someone from just a um, sitting around doing homebrew because you know they have no money for real brewing? What was the yeah, danger? Yeah, yeah. Um, Side hustle to real hustle. Or I hustle. think it's kind of like it's kind of like death by a thousand cuts. You know, you, you, I don't think there's one point where you definitely decide we're just going to go and start a production <laughs> brewery. So like yeah. you just you take little steps and suddenly you just inching closer <laughs> and then suddenly you sort of look around and. And you're in the middle you're of in a, yeah. Yeah, like, like a lot of life yeah. decisions, you know, like there's some big ones that you have to go, I want to study this and you have to apply or you change jobs, but other things just sort of, you know, quite often change. But it, it, it feels like it's um, a drunken night out and then you wake up the next morning and say, oh, yeah. I, I started a brewery. A little bit, like it, it feels a little bit like that. Um, for us, one of the, like 
Mira's dad really helped us a lot, both in terms of encouragement and mm. introducing us to this to this brewer. And I remember when I first when I first met Mira's dad, mm. um, and he's a massive guy, he's like maybe two feet taller than me. Mm. He's you know, he really super friendly. He's one of these like big bear paw kind of handshakes, you know. It's just, <laughs> and he, he picked me up. I was in check, and he was um. He was wait, wait, yes, literally, literally picked you up. Oh, yeah, um, he tossed me in the back of the van. <laughs> no, he, he, was he was taking me to the brewery where Peter, the Czech brewer, works, and um, I hopped in the car, and, and we first met, and he's like, and me and Mira had been talking about doing maybe two hundred liter sort of batch sizes, mm. you know, so still kind of like maybe sell a few kegs to a couple of friends, but nothing mm. new. And, um, and Mira's dad is just kind of like, I'm going to take you to see a fantastic brewer. His beer is amazing because I know that you and Mira are going to start this brew in Australia and it's going to take off. And it's like super, and I was kind of like, wow, like I, I, he knew it before we did, really. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's, that's yeah, cool. Nice. That's when someone just kind of <laughs> pushes you into it. It's like, better. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those nod and smile situations where I'm like, shit, I better actually fucking do this. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's what black parents have said to me. But, yeah. Starting a brewery, I insist. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. But that, <laughs> that would be kind of awesome, actually, if you think about it. But interesting. So, okay, so then, the, um, all right, uh, an obvious thing that I feel like is very important because, you know, we we kind of, I don't, I'm not saying we represent the um, the drinkers of this um, great country, but we probably represent a lot of the drinkers of this we great country. We represent this area to <laughs> yeah. an extent. That's, no, 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 let's, let's, let's not, you know, if these guys can start a brewery, we can represent an entire country. Goddamn. Okay. Um, but I guess for my, you know, what's the, for you guys, what is the, what, what, what's the night out of, and like, what does your untapped look like by the end of it? Uh, so untapped. You don't have untapped? No, this we is... don't. We, no, we're, we're talking with them. Um, yeah, what's well, yeah, not, not on there. I know. I went to check them out the email. I'm going to have to add the but... brewery. I've not done that before. <laughs> Well, do it. I think can you, can you add a brewery? No idea. So uh, maybe maybe a better angle yeah. on the question is yeah, if, if you were to go out for a night mm. drinking, yeah. where would you go and what you would you be drinking and mm. what would a typical scenario be? Look, I I like old pubs, you know. Yeah. But the the reality is that in in Melbourne, old pubs don't necessarily have a huge variety of beer, beer. as well. Right? So, yeah. And like it's it's getting there and it's shifting, but it's yeah. just it's not mm. a really super. Like, so I really like the Napier. Napier is awesome. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. Bar, quite a quite a varied sort of tap list, but it's mm. still you know once you sort of once you're aware of what's Lion Nathan, what's CB, mm. or whatever, mm. you kind of like you, you can't help but look at most Melbourne taps and just kind of sigh a little bit. You know? Yeah, it is. That and, is really true. Especially if you're really just out for something that's you, mm. know, you don't want to just get have twelve of one thing, but you want to sort of taste different yeah. things. I haven't one of your beers before. Yeah. The Dark Mr. and Mrs. Howe. Yes. Beginning of the month. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember Mark saying. Uh, Whoa. What do you think of it? Yeah, um, what, did, what did I think? Three point five, which is that's your to be expected. yeah, your standard Christmas scale. Standard scale, it's a good wood drink again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can try it straight from the. Yeah. You see, that'll be it'll be interesting to see what you think today, drinking yeah. it straight from the tap. We're um, surrounded by the brewers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No pressure. Yeah, yeah, no pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no. Um, but what do I drink? Uh, yes. so I really like. Um, you want like brands like Woodies oh. or Styles? Styles, yeah. Styles, whatever. Okay, yeah. Um, Probably IPA is most interesting to me. Right. Yeah. yeah, and not necessarily like nuts IPA, where it's IPAs where it's like you know, five or seven percent and just super bitter, but just something kind of a little bit more, nice. a little bit more yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. but enough to kind of not be just bland. Yeah, um, uh, I've been drinking Gozes a bit. 
Yeah. Gozos are like the new IPAs almost. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, they're everywhere. Yeah. I think over the summer, you know, that sort of fresh, salty yeah. sourness oh, yeah. it just really goes down very mm. well. The conditions, but we are getting into yeah. stout. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. old joke. We are getting into like the the the, yeah, um, the, stout the, the depths of the... stout season for sure, yeah. Yeah. and dark beers. So you know, so I'm time to brush out though, brush off the bottles in the cellar, and yeah, that's true. Yeah. Get rid of oh, crack open yeah. the wax seals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, don't. look if you've li- if you've listened to episode eleven, you know all about our wax seals. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. uh, and also our campaign to get rid of wax seals. What's your thought on uh, wax seals on bottles? <laughs> I'm lucky to have not had to wax up my fingers too often, but um, <laughs> it's kind of annoying, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Finally. Thank you. Take that, Mick Bentley. Take that. <laughs> I'm sure he will listen <laughs> to that. Um, we'll, we'll probably get an angry note from Matt and go to some Yeah. No, no, Nick and Kenny both hate us. <laughs> exactly. Um, There'll be like the forklifts, you know, in the background. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Hi, guys. Anyway, we should, all right, we should actually mention one other thing. Right now we're drinking the uh, the Pilsner, which we mentioned before. Has anyone checked this in on them? No, it's not on there. It's just the summer ale and dark Check this in. Oh, God, that's, that's, that's Chris level of that. Uh... Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I'm looking at you. I'm thinking like you. Look. I'm yeah. really, really sorry. We should never spend too that. much time with Chris. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a slippery slope. Um, this will not end well. So, uh, I, I guess what we tend to do is we ask um, uh, well, the people who actually brew the beer, or um, people who own the brewery, we ask them to actually rate their own beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, because obviously we'll give it, uh, we'll give it out of five rating for it. Um, yeah. Obviously, three point five is our would drink again sort of level. But what would you rate your own beer? But we can go first. <laughs> you go first. Well, would you mind describing the beer? Because, like, I, I spent a bit of time in Prague, um, and the two obvious, say, Pilsner Urkel styles was the filtered and the unfiltered. Yeah. So can you explain just very quickly this beer, and obviously you brought on your mate who um, worked for Pilsner Urkel, yeah. and, and mm. how does it differ? Um, could you the, explain a little bit? What's the ABV or the ABU? Mm. Um, so this is, I'm not sure, this is being to the lab, but it should be about 4.6, 7, 6. Mm, sure. Um, to me, it's, like, I really like these beers. Um, this in particular, I think it's hard, like, with, with really hot forward beers, you can hide a whole lot of mistakes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. With these kind of beers, you, you, you can't, it's all kind of there. Mm. Like, you don't have just a massive galaxy heat up front to sort of open mm. senses or just a... A big syrupy kind of thing to tie mm-hmm. them together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. <laughs> and look, there's a, there's Marzen a, said the same thing um, um, when I when we spoke to him a while ago. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people like mm-hmm. yeah. Pilsner's lagers. Yeah. They say lagers are the hardest, like, thing, hardest beer to brew. Don't they? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're feeling, and, like, this is done in the. So this is a decoction mash, which no one knows in Australia because they no one's basically widely held belief is that it does. Difference and we think it does in terms of the flavour, so it takes mm. it's a bit fiddlier to actually do in the brew house. Um, it's not completely fermented out, which makes this for us at the moment completely unsellable because if we put this into a keg and mm. there's not a cold sort of cold supply chain all the way from here mm. to ah. a cool room, it's ferment out in the keg and just completely foam up and no one will mm. bore it. So there's still a fair bit of unfermented um, mm. sugars in it. It's what what I would like about it is the um, is the malt profile. It's got it, 
got a sort of biscuity kind of finish, like the closest I can sort of relate it to that's hopefully relatable is maybe salada biscuits. That sort of dry, a savoury sort of a yeah, sort of savoury starchy thing, and you, and you get it on the finish. And this is quite a this is quite a this time it came out relatively mm. bitter, so it's yeah. it's not as perceptible, but it's definitely got a a real bready kind of mm. yeah, it does thing to it. And and yeah, this is the bit where those kind of mistakes or whatever are really easy to pick yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, a, it's SARS, so it's just one hop, one noble hop. It's got SARS in it. That's all it has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, no, I'm just thinking of the. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 After a while, you just yeah. block out that entire. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Look how Chris talking. Yeah. 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 Awkward. <laughs> um. Alrighty. Uh. People, what do we give this out of five then? Um, I am. Peter will yeah. ask you last. <laughs> and you can abstain if you wish. Sure. I'm giving it a three point seven five. Because it's uh yeah above the above mm-hmm. the usual scale because. Feels like you the first style mm-hmm. I go for, but yeah, really, really like this. It's really Liam Perk? Um, I love these like perfect, perfectly well rounded pilsners um, that taste like the Czech Republic. Um, I had no, no idea that was a thing for you. Well, no, but it, it, it's just not something anyone around here does true yeah, to no, style that to that level. Yeah. So I'm happy to give it a four. I'm not actually really using untapped but in a theoretical yeah, point that's cool. delicious yeah. i love that i could just drink that all day i could keep Probably going with it to be honest it's it's Saying just that. It, it reminds me of um sitting in a pub in prague and mm. just smashing pints of it for 39.39 euro <laughs> of a euro yeah. for a pint of it mm. and just never getting sick of it do. it's just so delicious and really weird. needing to uh, yeah. save your pennies because <laughs> you just wasted 50 yeah. euros bribing the conductor on the train from Budapest to Prague yep I remember that you, night well that, 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 uh, in the in the main strip of Prague there's a Hungry Jacks there and you could buy a, a like a Hungry Jacks meal or, or Burger King meal or whatever you call it and um, it was a you know burger fries and a pint of Pilsner Urkel that was a thing, so... Yeah, like a pretty liberal alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keep going. Sounds awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. This is a four. It's it's just... It's just well-rounded and it's well done. All right, now you can now you can give yours... I like was already going to give it a four. Um, you know, I figure... You have to be humble, right? And I'm sure there's, there's something... Oh, you don't there. have to be humble. No, no. <laughs> You're on the wrong show for humble. But I find, yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's really hard. Like, I find it really hard to rate these things kind of numerically because you know there's other beers that i find more exciting probably mm. but if i was really going to sit down and have four or five there's something about this that also for me grows on you as you drink it mm. like it is yeah. your palate sort of gets used to the bitterness towards the you know as you go on it doesn't you know the first sip can be like oh this is quite bitter what's there and then it settles mm. into a mm. really sort of drink like for me at least a really drinkable thing that you can sort of keep coming back to so mm. still completely nice. drinkable as it gets warmer mm. Mm. it's something a lot of totally. places mm. and yeah. fail at mm. absolutely and they serve their yeah. beers warmer than we yeah, so for our brewer, like normally when this came off tapping, like it just stop, you just leave it there and wait until it warmed up. Yeah. Sort of from it, so. Yeah, I'm enjoying the last part of it yeah. more than mm. it was when it was really cold. I think the intricacies and just all those bitter sort of nuances are coming out more now, and it's delicious. Well, or it is. Well, on on that note, I think we should move on to the next beer. And we are back and we're on to beer number one, two, sorry, two, three, and four. 
And I'm saying that because two, three, and four are sitting right in front of me. And so, basically, we're drinking our way down the entire line of the foreigner, which I almost, feel like is important. Almost, almost. yeah. There's a, there's, a, is it, there's a, like a secret beer somewhere. <laughs> there's an ale that isn't on top of it. Ah, that's the cold as ice. Cold as ice. Is the only know what love is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> waiting for the right time to bring out the other foreigner <laughs> <laughs> There so, it is. So is that the first time someone's did a foreigner joke here? No. Okay, of course not. <laughs> Look, I had to ask because the worst part is so when... Um, well, first did it tell yeah. Chris he didn't get my reference yeah. at all. I said, yeah. he, I said he was as cold as ice. He's like, yes, Jamar. Okay, okay. Uh, I have to explain yeah. this. <laughs> I, 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 didn't know what, I didn't know what it was saying. I'm not sort of like, uh, what, what's this? And then you, uh, then you started keeping on going. I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, um, I, wa- I did plan to like swat up on my um, foreigner the band knowledge before I got here, but I failed to do that. So we're just going to wing it on that sort of stuff. If I'm hoping you've um, like got yourself got That's your just a point to not hear any playing when I walk in. That's true, but they do have they do have vinyl there. I'm sure. I'm sure you know there's actually. What I was thinking when I saw the vinyl. <laughs> anyway, we've got three beers to drink, and we need to drink them. And there's the cleaning here. We <laughs> should drink. So now, what have I got in my hand? So that's the wheat beer. The wheat beer? Which looks very fruit juicy. Yeah. As yeah. A, Before we drink it, which one should we start with? That's what that's I said. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, This is our first wheat beer. So mm. it turned out remarkably remarkably well, mm. I think. For, for it's quite sour yeah. smelling, isn't it? It's kind of, yeah. Like a, there's a, yeah. there's a, there's the a very kind of juiciness. Through, yeah. Yeah. Um, which makes it quite refreshing to me as a mm. in the same way as mm. but well oddly it is very much like a I suppose you, you look at it in terms of I feel like a lot of wheat beers these days try and hide the fact that they were, they're a wheat beer <laughs> alcohol is gluten free wheat beers <laughs> exactly <laughs> Jesus what no, uh, it's probably good this is episode 12 I think it's definitely all jokes must go <laughs> but but yeah, it's definitely, it tastes like a wheat beer, which is, I mean, I really enjoy the taste of wheat beers, but I guess it is polarizing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have to admit, I'm not, I don't normally go out and drink wheat beers. Or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I'm interested, but it, my palate hasn't really developed in that direction. I think beer is an acquired taste, right? So you need to kind yeah, of yeah. get there. Like you can't just sort of go, wow, this is just naturally delicious. Um, but yeah, this is, um, I need to say about it, it's a pretty classic. Kind of recipe. The um, there's no uh, there's no additions to this, so any kind of coriandery or citrusy mm. tones you're getting just come from the yeast and the, the yeast of the malt mm. and the wheat. So nice. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm actually quite enjoying this. Although mm. uh, I think, I mean, I don't know what everyone else thinks, but certainly there's a uh, wheat has a familiar has a very distinct sort of taste to it, and part of you in the beginning like my first sip was sort of oh god it's a wheat beer mm-hmm. and then like two or three sips in it's like it's a wheat beer yeah 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 <laughs> you no know, I think it's um what's different about it compared to a lot of wheat beers is it's a lot more drinkable mm. so and that can mean good or bad things in this case it's a good thing <laughs> in that I think it's probably a good um good beer for someone who doesn't like wheat beers or is unsure mm. about wheat beers to try it's not way, doesn't hit, yeah it doesn't hit you in the face with uh you know cloves and spices mm. Mm. and it is um a bit lighter mm. like I'm not finding like it's a, when I do like quite like those heavy spice flavors myself but um 
it almost feels like a, a natural progression from the mm. from the pilsner mm. in a sense it's kind of like the the, the murkier brother of the pilsner <laughs> that we just had and it, it's the, yeah, it's, it, it's no, been there it's, for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Murky brother, murky brother. Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah, I'm sure there's a brewery opening up right now called the Murky Brother. <laughs> but yeah. I do like that too. Well, yeah. It's, it's good point. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's like the Moldy Fig or the. Yeah. yeah that's already again, happened. like I'm. Uh, not intentionally, but um, wheat beers are one of my least drinks drunk styles. Um, so I, I don't feel like I have necessarily a really good. Um, which is not that common. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. In, in the craft well, world. And and what's happening a lot more these days is brewers are brewing uh, fruit wheat beers like a raspberry mm. wheat or a you know yeah. whatever mm. plum wheat or things like that. And it's becoming more that they're bringing that style or they're doing a, a sort of a wheaty IPA mm. or whatever it might be. It's a new world wheat. This is a real <laughs> traditional sort of style. So new world wheat. Yes, yeah, it's very pleasant and enjoyable. I feel I'm, like I'm, that's one step away from fitting in with a foreigner. Lyric. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, this style in this density, I, I probably would struggle to drink too much of it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go too much in the volume, but this much of it is perfect. I think just a, it's just a nice, dense, sweet mm -hmm. tasting. I, I should flag that we're drinking half, half, half pints, half schooners. Half schooners. Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't even know what the schooner actually is. It's a pint and a half. Seven? Pint and a half. Okay. Mm. Well, I mean, Jeff 20, knows all these things. 20, Leon, what's your answer? There you go, 425. 425? He just got this. All right, what was the inspiration for doing a wheat, of giving nobody else does wheat? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it has struck me later that it's commercially a pretty stupid, um, <laughs> stupid decision, but like we're, we're still- Welcome coming, to our world. Yeah, we're, we're coming to the end of the sort of phase of, um, of we're just brewing whatever we want, and we're mm. sort of brewing for ourselves, and now it like, has to be informed by market mm. pressures. Mm. And I guess it's, it's a matter of finding that your way through that of like, market pressures in general, okay, people want IPAs, but we're going to make the IPA that we want to drink, mm, mm. rather than we're going to make a bland IPA that's sort of palatable or do some kind of, you know, like, halfway mm. kind of thing to war a CUB drinker. But um, with this kind of stuff, I think it's a good candidate for bottling, hopefully, <laughs> you know, but like, when, when, I, when I take samples to pubs, mm. it's like, oh, what else have you got? And we've sort of, oh, there's a, there's a summer ale, and there's a wheat beer, and everyone can, like, they start shaking their heads as soon as you mention wheat beer, so no, yeah. you're not going to find this on tap. Mm. Anytime soon, I well, look, not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, was, I was keen and they just, they just shut me down. So. That's kind of, I mean, that's, that's what, kind of what, yeah, I guess the good thing about having a brewery is mm. it's not a thing you make commercially, then you yeah. know, it's yeah. nice to come down to the brewery and like, oh yeah, the wheat beer. Yeah. Like, and it, can't it, get that anywhere else, but yeah. occasionally it's on totally, the brewery. And, totally, and it sells at the bar and it's also, it's less bitter than the other beers, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, so if there's yeah, a lot of definitely. people who are sort of waterline beer drinkers who get overwhelmed mm. and sort of confronted by it. As in bitter and twisted. Mm. Yeah. It's a little less kind of outright banana-y than a lot of wheat beers. <laughs> yeah, like it just doesn't it's, have those it's less flavors. It's mm -hmm. less of that like... I'm getting banana flavors though. Like, uh, no, I, I, I get it. No, I, I'm saying that... toned down enough. Yeah, it's... it's, mm -hmm. it's not that punch in your It face. seems like slightly less less like overripe banana and a bit more like that... <laughs> just underripe banana. <laughs> <laughs> just banana. Like, like a bowl of Wheaties and, and, and there's a slight a sort bits. of sourness. Almost mm -hmm. this... Slight sound, I don't know where that's coming from, but it's an interesting sort of touch on it. It's like, I'm enjoying it more than I would most traditional wheat beers. It's interesting. Mm. All right, what do we, what are we going to rate this? I'm giving this one a 3.75. Um, are you going to stick with that 3.75? I'm going <laughs> to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. 
Um, it needs those. Yeah. Um, therefore, I think it would need those punchier mm. flavors. But the fact that it's so drinkable, I burned mine long before you guys. So I think if you're yeah, if you're missing those punchier mm. aspects to a wheat, it's usually mm. not a good mm. wheat. The fact that this can good tone that down a bit and still be something you want to drink. That's the worst joke so far. Look, yeah, all three, jokes must go. Three point seven five. I'll I'll um I'll meet you on the three point seven five. Um, it's the style is not necessarily my favourite style in the world, so I don't and I don't have the best hold on what I can my measurement scale. So I'm just happy to go with that. Um, it's better than a regular wheat beer, which you say would be three point five. So I, yeah, I, I like it, but I that that pilsner was was I would mm. prefer another one of those. Um, I'm going three point. Actually, I'm going three point five. Three point five. But I, I like I like weak beers, but I don't. It's mostly because you know I would drink it again, but I don't. I guess I've been scarred too too much by weak beers that I can't really go back to them like I used to. But then again, I did drink it. You drank that before anyone, anyone else. else. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> people were talking, and I was thirsty, right? Mm, true. Um, and I probably wouldn't rate it. I really, I think it's, I really like it. I would have a warm relationship with it. It's our first beer for you. I think it doesn't need to be, for me, it doesn't need to be judged by mm. one of its creators and its first right, sort of Fair iterations enough. in life. But Standing back from the rating yeah, game. Yeah. Fair call. Yeah. But, all right, just before we move on to the last two beers, one thing that I'd noticed that is probably an important thing to ask, your, your beers aren't named. They're, they're kind of named. So this, the name for the wheat beer is Wixdorf. Wixdorf? Wixdorf. Wixdorf. Um, well, it's you know naming stuff is difficult, right? But um, mm. the ask parents. Parents. Yeah. Took me to come up with Terrence. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to go in and, ch- and fix all the things. I think I've pretty much checked in all the beers in your in your untapped. You know, <laughs> wrong, wrong. Edit. Yeah, yeah. So this is Wixdorf. This, this is like we, we're sort of going on the fire thing. So mm. the Pilsner is the Silent Hunter. Mm. There's a long story behind that, which is probably hard to. Mm. Hard to convey in a, in a meaningful period of time, but um, it's named after a, a forested hill in a village where Mira, my business partner, mm. comes from, and where my sort of maternal grandmother came from. Oh. Just like this, and, and yeah, it's kind of like a slight mistranslation, which I think is charming in a way now that, now that it's stuck. So <laughs> it's the Silent Hunter. This is Rixdorf. So Rixdorf is, was a village um, mm. basically close to Berlin, which has now been absorbed into Neukölln. Yeah. And um, so Voikel and Kreuzberg and um, you know, the kind of party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kreuzberg smell. And uh, <laughs> Rixdorf was basically a Czech village. So there's like Bernischer Street, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. Bohemian Street there. And um, yeah, and, and Wigby is German. So we kind of mushed that all into the sort of German Czech thing. And we came up with Rixdorf. Really? Is that, so, the, uh, that makes sense. Is that, the, is that the forest? I like that because it's, um, it's, it's kind of ignoring the trendy market of mm, naming yeah. things to sound like a punk brand or a, or a, you as, know. As in like, so, <laughs> as in like, <laughs> Rudolph's punk, is that what you're trying to say? No, no. that's not where I'm going with that, but, no, um, no I just <laughs> like that there's a traditional yeah, element which, which echoes step, step the, away from pop yeah, the ethos yeah. of, of what I'm feeling in yeah. this brewery. Interestingly, uh, yeah, that, that little, little, little oh, okay. there, it's hard to... So Google calls a country Czechia. So remember we were, we were discussing yeah. this? That the government was like, okay, we need to come up with a new name for the country because oh, like, Czech yeah, Republic yeah. doesn't work. Mm. There was that whole controversy because people were like, ah, Czechia, mm. what's that? And I'll be like, oh, that sounds pretty good. Mm. Right. Google's gotten on board with it in any case. So. <laughs> well, I think officially for sporting 
Right. Matches, people are going to be picking up Well, that's matches. what's important. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not about yeah. democracy, it's about sporting matches. <laughs> anyway, we have two more beers to drink. We, do. we need to drink them. So, next up, we have yeah, the, we really do. the IPA. It's a nice colour. It smells delicious as well. It's the nose full of mm. f- fruity hops. Like, oh, that is really good. <laughs> smells delicious. <laughs> yeah, that is. I mean, I, I guess the worst part is this contrast between the um, the wheat beer and the IPA, yeah, and they're right. such yeah. different flavours. And also, like that wheat beer, almost had a, cl- a palate cleansing effect. Mm. Now this IPA just tastes particularly fruity. Maybe we can edit this out. It's stopped now. It's stopped. Look, it's ambient noise. Yeah, we told you it's a real. We're not lying. <laughs> but it is definitely a brewery, complete yeah. with you know beeping and fires. Chris and may have had you know the sounds of fires. machinery to cut in afterwards, but <laughs> exactly. certainly didn't have the uh, beeping noise. No, no, the beeping noise was all natural. Might be a fire. Yeah, that's kind of that's yeah. nice about being like probably four meters from where this was brewed and. Ah. Well, though, though technically it makes it sound like it's um, some sort of Scooby-Doo episode where we, you know, we're dangling above the um, um, thing where it was made and it's like... We're in a mezzanine. That is yeah. not the first thing that came to my mind at all. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> no. So can, home, home alone. Can you tell us a bit about the, the IPA that we're drinking right now? Is, is that is it Galaxy Ops? What, what's, it's what's me on here wanting to get all this fact here on us. <laughs> Sorry, guys, you guys are going off track. I'm trying to. It's get totally on the Chris's job. Yeah. Go on. Um, I was just curious about the beer we're having. So yes, we've, it's probably good to know about it. Yeah. Um, so, we've got a, the other beer that we don't have here today is uh, started as a summer ale. Okay. And so, we're going for like a less bitter, super hoppy summer ale. Yeah, um, sure. Which, is, which we've gotten pretty right. Like I'm, I'm really quite mm. sort of proud of it. And that's the, it's got a name now because it was a summer ale and then in winter it became the autumn ale. <laughs> so people are calling it the Vivaldi, you know, because it's just getting the, the winter <laughs> ale. <laughs> and now um, that's that is actually was, really cool. Well, right? yeah. um, it's actually called the permanent president. So the idea is that's one of our core beers, so it's always on thing. And Mira, who was a, who's a migrant to Australia, um, like as was I, um, got his permanent residency when we were sort of developing the recipes, mm. which has been one of the kind of awful things for him because we've been working on this project and he still hadn't had permanent residency, which means that. Something messed up, they could have seen mm. at home, and he's just on the other side of the planet from his um from his brewery, right? Yeah. So, um, anyway, that that beer it was just like it's just a massive galaxy here, so it's yeah, like mm. galaxy, right? We wanted okay. to get away from that, and sure. This is, sure. Our, this is our sort of first step really away from galaxy, and okay. And so, this is Simcoe, this is the main yeah, Simcoe and Mosaic. Okay. So this is called the permanent resident. No, no, the, no, no. The, I will not oh. the permanent resident. See, this doesn't have. This is a blonde IPA, mm. so we have them. Because all I'm thinking is a permanent resident needs to um, be it needs to do a collaboration with Modus Operandi's the former tenant. <laughs> Just because it seems like you know that yeah they'll be brothers in arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Modus, if you're listening, <laughs> um, get in touch. So now you mention it, it, it it's very reminiscent of that recent pirate light. Yeah, it's mm. very juicy mosaic IPA um, that's come out. It's just like absolute. Uh, an absolute hot bomb, mm. super juicy and super fresh, and you can mm. just—it's almost drinking this. You'd almost think you guys are a brewery uh, focused on IPAs because mm. it's just—and yeah. it might just be how fresh it is, but it just—it's yeah, delicious, this, this juicy, is, um, and this is maybe—it's it's fresh by normal standards, maybe six weeks, six 
Mm. It's tasting yeah. great, maybe just after yeah. a wee bit too. Is it just, yeah, it's yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's quite beautiful, really. And I, I get quite sort of like almost slightly preserved kind of citrusy. Yeah, mm. for yeah. Mandarin. Yeah, absolutely. But then it has that. But it's still like it is actually. You know, um, uh, when you first brew at scale, it's never mm. quite what you. Know, and I'm still mm. really happy with how it turned out. Mm. This was meant to be less fruity than it's than it's. Then it has ended up. But um, I think the fruit's okay. It's like it's it's mm. fine. It's, it's less less fruity. sort of quality. fruit and mangoey than, than the stuff we're yeah. away from. And the the sort of syrupiness of the of the hops, I think, is going to make that kind of remedy. Uh, yeah. Things mm. there. Mm. But yeah, so it's like what yeah. you said. It's all those you know smashable mm. tropical summer. Pale ales that everyone's been doing. <laughs> this is kind of like an IPA version of one of those. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely, absolutely. Although I will say, I'm really enjoying the smashable tropical um, summer ales, pale yeah, ales people yeah. are doing these days. But you know, I'm a psycho. Mm. Um, what do we think about this? Let someone else go first. I know what I think about it, but you know, I just thought it'd be nice to let someone go yeah. first. You get, go on, Chris. I never go first. It's true. Uh, this is. I mean, I'm rating it against. All other IPAs, it's, a, it's just like a solid 3.5. It's at the bar, and if I have the choice, I'll just go in and I'll just get it. Simple as that. And I'm really happy about that. Yep. Yep. Um, yep, I'm the same. Straight up 3.5. Mm. It's really fresh, which almost mm. verges it on 3.75 mm. based on the freshness and based yeah. on yeah. the characteristics, the fruity hops. But the trouble is that IP, the IPA game is so like fiercely yeah. strong yeah. Mm. Um, comparing it against every other IPA out there um, it, but considering you guys are focused on lagers and pilsners mm. which the pilsners perfection um, yeah it's it's surprised the hell out of me that you mm. guys aren't a brewery known for your IPAs it's delicious yeah. go on Paul yeah, exactly the same yeah. yeah can't add anything more to that <laughs> And and now you'll give it a, like a two or something. <laughs> yeah, this is this is shit. I um, a one. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon three point five is probably fair, and like for us as well, because this is the start of its journey. And mm. like, it's not like next time you have have the you know three batches down the line is going to be wildly mm. different mm. ideas. It will still be recognisable, but we still want to do shifts in the flavour. Mm. Yeah, it's good. But I also like the. Um, it's not super strong. Like this is five point eight percent. And so the idea. It's deceptive of, almost though. It's mm. like. Yeah, it, but it gets it in and. It, there's so many massive, massive IPAs which are kind of fine, but they're hard to drink a lot of, you know. And mm-hmm. I guess we want to. Most of our beers are relatively restrained. Like this is this last one, which is the dark ale, is six percent. But um, yeah, and that's quite intentional, right? Like when we first um, the f- first batch of hoppy ales that we did, we had like a seven percent beer that was really, really delicious, mm-hmm. super tropical, kind of like smooth, and it's just so hard to not get completely wrecked off it, you know? Like you know, yeah, you have, yeah. You have, it's just like you're having an extra. Half a glass every time you have a glass of beer. It's mm. you know, it's next well, I think we appreciate that. Mm. Sometimes you know we'll go out and have a night, mm. and mm. next day we're like, "How? We did yeah. not drink that much." No, and you look in no. your own tap. You're like, it's "Okay, like yeah, everything seven, was like seven, 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 ten, yeah. seven, ten, and ten." We're at the we're at the ale house the yeah. other day when there was the English beer oh, styles, yeah, yeah. and yeah, everything's sort of between three to five percent mm. there. And yeah, it almost you have seems a nice crazy. session, and you wake up the next day, you're feeling fine, it's yeah. all good. And you're like, drunk as much as normal, it's just they've got reasonable ABVs. So sometimes it gets to that point, someone you know, I'll shout a barley wine, and it's 12 percent, mm. and yeah, that's usually yeah. Jeff, yeah. Oh, yeah, 
Yeah. But, uh, the, the amount of times Leon just appears out of nowhere and shouts <laughs> little barley lines. I mean, it's getting <laughs> weird. <laughs> pulls cans of beer out of his... Uh, they, they call him <laughs> Barleon. <laughs> so it makes you sound like a Lord of the Rings character. Barleon. All righty, we have one more beer to drink. We have the... Dark. Dark Owl. Dark as well. Yeah, it's a good point. Well, it's good because it's the last episode of the season. We've got like a month to not tell jokes. Well, it won't be a month. It's no, you're right, you're right. But, but you'll find out about that. Yeah. <laughs> you'll find out when it happens. One quick comment, if I might. Um, no. <laughs> I, I'm liking just all the beers that we've had in succession and how perfectly well ordered they all are because I just straight away smelling the dark beer from the IPA, you, you know, it's, it's like a... It'll well really, arranged, a really complete like, tasting pattern. Yeah, absolutely, in, like, absolutely. It's not. Yeah, we're not. If, if you did it backwards, yeah. it'd just mess up your mouth. It just yeah, wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, and it's just been. It's been. Yeah, definitely encouraging to enjoy the beers that way. So, haven't but, had a sip yet. I, I, I just had a sip before. It's really, really nice. A lot of people don't pay too much, pay much attention to the ordering of mm. tasting patterns. You go to a bar and you say, "I'll mm. have that," and they just yeah. get whatever you want in the order you mm. ask mm. for mm. it. I think that one trouble these days, though, is you might go to a bar and they've got a tap takeover, and you know you get to the front of the bar and they'll say, "Oh, this one's this particular tap's about to finish," um, and you know, so you have to grab a glass of the double IPA mm. before it ends, yeah. and then you've got to go back through the list, and then right. the ordering's all wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely one of those situations where you don't really think about it from a strategic perspective. Yeah. You just end up like, "All right, th- th- this is what I'm doing now." And so then, before you know it, you end up having, you know, the 10% beer first, second, <laughs> third, and then you... Yep, it. Yeah. Then you don't remember the rest. Yeah, you have a few KBSs. Yeah, then, yeah. And then you have a dark ale from Pine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the reasons why I find gaps just completely just messes with my palate. Right? Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. You, and you don't really know what's what, so you don't know what's mm. going to come out, like super sour. And you can see the alcohol, obviously. But you, so you just go up and down mm. and you get stuff that you want. It's mm. watery, but if you have that first, yeah. it yeah. really complicated. No, balanced, true. Right? And yeah, if you have a, and it's paddle after paddle. So yeah. if you have yeah. a paddle and you've got five beers, you've got a marshmallow beer and bloody, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's the even though there, there are all these one-off beers that are oh, there's some you know obviously some very good beers on there. That's not actually why you go to Gabs. You go to Gabs because yeah. it's just yeah. a damn fun day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a really fun yeah. session with whichever one you go Definitely. to. Definitely. Yeah. And I should flag on Gabs, uh, people. If you're listening, um, we will all be at the. Uh, the Saturday, Saturday afternoon yeah. session. Anyway, going back a set. Uh, beer. Beer. Let's talk about beer. Um, yeah, this is really cool. And it's a dark ale, which I feel like people forget dark owls exist. Yep. Because I think immediately when you see this this beer, you think, this must be a stout. Mm. Yeah, and it's, um, and it's still hoppy. You know? mm. Yes. Yeah, delicious. Matt, um, we are yeah. in a world of flooded... Flooded with black IPAs, stouts, and I like black IPAs. I love them all. I'm not saying that that's anything wrong. Not with that, the most like flood, but you know. Yeah, I think it's it is nice having your dark ale, which is mm-hmm. a traditional, tasty right. style. Mm. I think so. So um, we're running out of time, so I think we should actually, you know, say what we think about this. Um, Leon, gosh, um, look. It's, it's hard for me to categorise Dark Ales without comparing it to Stouts, comparing it to Black IPAs, comparing it to anything like it. Um, but if I throw it in the classic Dark Ale category, um, it's 
bitter, it's hoppy, it's juicy, it's well-rounded, delicious, um, and a beer like this, not too alcoholic. I think you said it was 6%. Yeah, 6%. Um, the other thing you can always do with a beer like this is drop in a shot of coffee and you've got a yeah. coffee dark ale, it's delicious. Mm. It, do, it um, does. That's something I do I do commonly with these sorts of beers. Um, happy yeah, in, to, in fact, you walk yeah. around with a shot of coffee all the time. Just Absolutely. Yeah. If I'm comparing this to a... A dark ale of its realm. I think suggesting a collaboration beer with one of the uh, yeah, coffee the roasters coffee nearby. Roasters and and the yeah, dark yeah. Ale. Get Code Black or someone on yeah. board. And um, Anyway, uh, happy. <laughs> happy with 3.75 against dark ales because mm. dark ales is not something in a traditional sense that I have a good knowledge mm. on. So I really am enjoying it. So that's, mm. that'll do me. Paul Christoph? Yeah, I agree. 3.75. It's a... Uh, above does everything it's supposed to do and really tasty it believes in itself it, yeah. and it believes in the people around us yeah um i'm actually gonna give this a four i think it's kind of it's exactly what it should the malt profile should is really nice it is so. isn't it that, that chocolatey mm. it's yeah. good, good easter beer for sure but um pe- people if you're around this easter actually you'll hear it after easter um, you should have, if you were around this Easter, you should have been here to um, drink. Uh, drink but they'll be around for Anzac Day. Why is Anzac Day good for dark beer? It's good for any beer. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be on holiday. They won't be at work. That's, that, if that's not a reason to drink beer. Good point. So, Peter, what do you think of it? I'll give it a full. Um, I'm really happy with it. It's... Um, yeah, it's it's complex. It's not. It, it, it takes is. a bit of time to mm. to come to terms with it, and mm. it gives you different things at different times. And I think that's a really good yeah, thing yeah. about a beer when it stops. At like Controlled initial. release. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a yeah. There's a temperature change. That's not known as far as song. It should be. Mm. <laughs> I, what is this song? What is this song? What is this beer called? Are they waiting for a beer like here? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I want to know what beer is. We were we were thinking maybe dark times. Yeah, we'd be like, we were brewing this and Trump's been elected and the whole world's sort of like... Trump's here, that into, I think, modern times straight away. Modern times? I suppose so. Hello. Yeah. I think, I think like, the crossover times. of names and, and similarities in the beer world these days is like, it's just too much. You've I'd got, say when you go to brewery, you've got a hundred like, breweries oh, with dog mm, in it, mm, you know. Yeah. I've come up with this crazy idea for a beer. I mean, yeah. we'll brew that. No one's brewed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. A hundred other people. Yeah. Exactly. It. You think of a clever name, and it's been brewed mm. thirteen hundred times by yeah, yeah, people. usually so, by the same person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. What did you give it out of five? Four. It's been a long day. Understand it. You know, like it's still developing for me and it's mm. also changing over time, which is really mm. interesting. So when when this came out of the fermenter after you know maybe two or three weeks after mm. we brewed it, it was it tasted one way and then sort of mm. come together a little bit more and now it's got yeah. facial hair. You know, yeah, it's, it's all grown so up. It's telling you a fuck off, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a no, teenager. It's a, yeah, totally. Um yeah, no, I, I like it. I think it's interesting. So yeah, I think it's cool. Nice. Is that yeah? There's nothing about it that really sort of uh, gets in the way of me enjoying it. You know, like that. Mm, there's nothing mm, that I'm yeah. especially missing or that's kind of like. But I think given that you know, you're never gonna um, allow a beer to go onto tap that you don't think is oh, at, yeah, a standard. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, the beer um, tipped out. And right? so you know, mm. if, if I was in your position, I wouldn't really be wanting to tap anything that I thought was maybe 
on this, you know, ridiculous standard more than say a four, be, mm. uh, less than say a four, because I would yeah. want that beer to be at a level which I personally thought the taste was mm. yeah. good enough to put out there to the public. But that's so. the thing, like, if I can say, like, I think these kind of, like, what, what does a one mean? What does a two mean? The right? rating is, it's a yeah, bit of a silly system. No, I mean, no, I, yeah. I get it. And once mm. you kind of get a bit of a feel of it, then it's all relative and works. It's the same thing. Sometimes you drink beers and you're like, okay, so we rate the IPA against the other IPAs. Yeah, I know. And then you yeah. rate against another beer and you're like, oh, but it's better yeah. than that beer. But then <laughs> no, it's not this, so it's just it's too confusing. All, what would you give Carlton and Brock? I think, uh, I think a two is what I'm Two, I'd right, say. So, yeah. I, I, I don't do this generous. scale thing very often, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> and can you, can you think of I just wouldn't rate it. I would just drink it and, like, mm. cry in my room. Yeah. <laughs> no. Look, we need to finish up here because we've gone over time. So, uh, we've been at Foreigner Brewing Company, um, and we've been to Peter, and... If you're around in this sort of neighborhood, which is Brunswick West, technically, is it? It's actually Brunswick. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's just pretty, west of Sydney Road. Mm, yeah. mm. Um, it's well worth coming and coming here to visit. Obviously, not when they're cleaning the uh, kegs. <laughs> but <laughs> if you only want to record some audio, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but hopefully, you won't hear that when you listen to this. In the meantime, uh, we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective. We will, this is episode 12, which means uh, we'll be off for, well, technically we'll be off for a month, but there may be something special in between. Uh, in the meantime, I've been Chris Shorten, with me has been um, the guest host, Leon. Just we'll in have case you forgot. Uh, yeah. Very good beer ventures. Yeah, yeah. Um, just if, if I may tap into it, if you guys get me in uh, about a month or month and a half from now mm. I'll have some interesting stories from a US trip I'm about to do you can follow me on Instagram at Beer Thread uh, so um, where the, will be? The, yep yep the fabled Beer Thread that's me it's almost mythical and we've uh, we've been Paul Christoph. taking my final sip of the day <laughs> see you next time and obviously I've been Chris Shorten and we will talk to you all in a month